previously on Live at 605. Her chin made of sweet mahogany. <laughs> yeah, cuts lumber with his biceps of suburban stealthiness. Mmm, got a chest so damn smooth, makes me wanna. <laughs> Give that tubby my chubby. <laughs> John Mallon and Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. <laughs> it's your boy Jump Off John Beasy up in the place to be. Did, did, is that one of your jot notes? <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> I, oh, that wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. I've been yeah. waiting like three weeks to say that. <laughs> and then no, I, I'm just embarrassed. Did, did I scar you? <laughs> no, it's because I was listening to this song by Slaughterhouse. <laughs> you know Joe Budden, right? He does pump, pump, pump it up. I thought you said Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe Budden's a rapper. I was like, that white old man just got cooler. <laughs> Jump off Joe Budden. <laughs> Joe Biden, I mean. <laughs> but anyways, I was listening to the song by Slaughterhouse. And, yeah. the, and each one of the members is just like they say their nickname at the start. And the guy's like, it's uh, Jump Off Joe Beasy. So I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I started this podcast by saying it's Jump Off John Beasy? But wouldn't that only be funny if I knew what you were referencing? <laughs> yes, but I also thought it'd be funny because you could, had no idea I was going to say it. And then you'd be like, what the hell is this guy saying? <laughs> so, I press on. So either way... <laughs> We're starting season seven extremely unprofessionally as my co-host. No. As my co-host was eating a cheese sandwich. It's like eleven Z's up in six oh five right now. I'm so hungry. The hell are you saying eleven Z's? Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. How are we together? Nerds. What? John Button or whatever the fuck you Joe call Button. It? <laughs> yeah. Jump off Joe Beasy. So anyway, it's so exciting to be back. I actually did miss doing these because it felt like we did them all summer and all fall. That it feels really awesome to be back finally. Season premiere, season seven, 70th episode. Yeah. Pretty badass. Uh, I think I always post on Facebook shows I want to surpass in episodes. Mm-hmm. Like we've done more episodes than the Surreal Life, that stupid Whoa. Paris Hilton show. I don't want to stop. Well, I don't think we'll make it this far, but I want to oh. surpass. Uh, what's that show with that? Old doctor in Florida. That Empty talk- Nest. Empty Nest. They've we done passed the- that, right? No, they did 215 oh. episodes. Oh my god! But the one we just passed, we're getting close to passing, is my secret identity. Oh, okay. You ever watch that one? No, but yeah, I remember you telling me about it's it. Is fa- that the one with the alien? No, it's uh, the fat kid from Stand By Me, <laughs> Jerry like, O'Connell. I'm already sold. Right? He has like superpowers, and he uses <laughs> spray paint to like fly around the city. Does the superpowers come from his Kit Kat chunky? <laughs> Pressing on. <laughs> Give me a Kit Kat chunky. Uh, and then the other show I want to surpass is Jake and the Fat Man. Because <laughs> how the hell do you have a show called Jake and the Fat Man? Is this sold as a box set series? Jake and the Fat Man? And My Secret Identity of the Fat Kid? I would totally watch that. Well, they're two separate shows. I would sell that as a box set, hands down. Well, I think there's a lot of logistics. Like, are they under the same company creator? Like, you can't just... You know how I would tie the box set together? How's that? With a belt. (laughs) Then make it, like, explode with a Velcro. Or you could do, like, sweatpants. It comes (laughs) with, like, a big old pair of stained chicken finger sweatpants. (laughs) Right. So, how does it feel to be back, yo? 
Feels good. I'm excited. Uh, it was a, we took like three three and a half weeks off. Mm-hmm. We got a lot to talk about. I got a lot of notes. I know. Do you feel like we went into hiatus and the world just decided to give us like a giant f you? Yes. <laughs> Stuff as I always. I almost feel like we should quit the podcast just so shit stops happening. I know. To us. So stupid. But uh, it's also crazy that it's almost the end of 2014. I and know. We're coming up on the. Three, two year anniversary of, of the podcast. Lives, yeah, we started, started in February. February of 2012, mm-hmm. th- 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's crazy. 70 episodes, seven seasons, insane. Yeah. So thanks to everyone who's like, I feel like season six stuff really caught on. Yeah. Like each season's been building and building, but it seems like totally. s- season six, a lot of people just like contributed and like would write in or do mm-hmm. this and that. So uh, quickly, let me just get all the contact info out there. I'll ask <laughs> you how it feels to be back. Okay. I think I already said that, so press on. No, how's it feeling? You said it feels like a hiatus, but are yeah, you happy no, to have Of the... course I'm excited to have it back. Um, nonetheless, I'll, we'll talk about this later, but we are coming out with an impeccable calendar point of the year, so we're no longer competing with others. Other podcasts? Yes. Well, I just want to say, for, I know, I feel like we took a break and then this one podcast pops up and it's like, <laughs> oh my, look at this podcast. But it Diary of a Fat Man? Diarrhea of a fat man? <laughs> what the hell are you talking no, about? No pun intended. Diarrhea of a fat man. Can you man? stop saying diarrhea? <laughs> I meant to say diary. When you're sliding in the first and you're feeling something burst, diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. Is that a song? Yeah. Did you write it? No. <laughs> what? You know what song I thought I wrote, though? <laughs> California I, Love? Close. <laughs> I thought I wrote a song that goes, all around the world, same song. <laughs> That's a horrible song. It's Digital Underground wrote it in like 92. How did you think you wrote that song? I don't know. I was like seven years old and I just thought, <laughs> I thought I literally thought I wrote the words like, all around the world. When did Digital Underground come out? Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I guess you would be seven. Can, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Do you know who Digital Underground is? No. Do you know, I was going to say, can you guess two members or one member? Give me a first letter. Uh, the number two. Oh, come on. I don't know. The number, think rapper with the number two as the first word of their name. Two chains. <laughs> Close. Two packs. There you go. A young Tupac Shakur. <laughs> But have you heard the song "Do the Humpty Dance"? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, that, P.S. Jace. Oh yeah, that is that's Digital Underground. Do the Humpty Hump. Do the Humpty. I once dance. got busy in a ba- Burger King bathroom. bathroom. Jason was singing that one when he came for Scriven's birthday. He's like, Val, how come you guys don't know Do the Humpty Dance? I was like, Did you just watch Step Up Two as well? So, Sudden Step Up Two. Yeah, when they go and like vandalize the competing streets team, really? like dancers, the Humpty Dance was playing. It's Step Up. Is that what made Channing Tatum fat, famous? Fat. <laughs> is that his? Uh, yeah, he was that, in the uh, first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hold on. I don't know. Okay, yeah, Channing Tatum, Digital Underground. I thought I wrote that song. I don't know where we went. What we were Gmail going. contacts. Gmail. So, why do we want to do Gmails? <laughs> I don't know. Give out your Gmail. Live at 605 at gmail.com. I had to look that up today because you asked me to email you to your Gmail. I'm like, you have a Gmail account? I actually have like six Gmail accounts. And he never uses Gchat. No, I Gchat you for like a half an hour today. <laughs> you were talking about like ASAP Ferg and like. <laughs> That's because I was talking. Eh, teaser. 
teaser. There is a new segment of the podcast, and yes, we were talking about ASAP Ferg, but you'll have to wait till we talk about that chunk to understand why. I was talking to John on Gchat. That is a good tip. Actually, <laughs> okay, let's get the contact shit out of the way first. Yeah. Facebook.com slash live605. Yeah. Uh, pictures, videos. I posted a video there today of Joel McHale of Soup Fang giving us a shout out. What? He mentioned 605, so I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say anything more, but if you go to Facebook.com right now, it's like the second or third link or post there. So awesome. You can follow us on Twitter. You're at Val Gomez. 23. With a Z. Yep. I'm at your boy Malencamp, but just Malencamp. And then my Insta. Instagram is also the same as my Twitter. And if they go to your Instagram, they can see some ugly sweater pictures. Oh, yeah. I actually love the fact that um, even during the hiatus, a lot of people are still adding me to both Instagram and Twitter. And so either, um, hopefully some of you guys got to keep up with some of the shenanigans, like the ugly sweater party mm-hmm. that we had, some different, I think, different parties and, like, dinners oh, yeah. and things we had going on. So, yeah, there's been a lot of shit. Some, like, marketing hangs. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, but uh, I just want to, like, on a serious note for a second... Uh, just so we can take it back a notch for a second. Is that okay? Are we going to talk about Bill Cosby? No. <laughs> but I do want to dedicate this season. Someone near and dear to my heart. We both actually lost this past week. Gian Gomeshi. No, hell no. <laughs> I'm trying to say something heartfelt and sentimental oh, okay. here. Go, go. Dedicating season seven of the Live at 605 podcast to the one and only former coach of your Ottawa Senators, oh. Mr. Paul McLean. Such a friggin' stupid week. This season is dedicated to you, Mr. McLean, a.k.a. the Walrus. Fucking Brian Murray. That a dumbass. I fucking can't stand that man yeah. anymore. So we got a lot of fans in Ottawa, and if you're from Ottawa, you pretty much like or love or yeah. hate the Senators. But, you know, just quickly on a sports note, yeah. Paul McLean was the coach of the Ottawa Senators. First year of coach coach of the year. I know. And then cuts like <gasps> three years later. And I mean, he, I don't know. They fired him. and It's so fucking retarded. Like, okay, in the past three weeks, in, in the span of two weeks, okay, we only played possibly like four games in yeah. two weeks. And then Alfie retired. Yeah. He came back to the Seds. What a gr- glorious Thursday that was, which yeah. was the same day as my work party. So I was like friggin' on cloud nine drinking everything I saw, right? And oh. then came back the next day and we watched the retirement ceremony. So yeah. excited. Then guess what fucking happens like three days later? They only fire said coach. Who the fuck decides these things? And then it's like, okay, he gets fired. Well, you know, there's actually some pretty good coaches roaming around like Dan, Dan Bowsman. The guy who co- um, what did he do to me? He he's named the most chivalrous coach ever. He placed his hand upon your leg and said, "Oh, ah, shit. <laughs> that was a painful one." <laughs> I got stirred up again. He did not do that. No, we were in Ottawa and we were. He was wearing suspenders. Was he? <laughs> did you also break a glass in the kitchen no! the next day? We'll tell that story later. <laughs> Anyways, we were in Ottawa a couple years ago to see Ottawa play Pittsburgh, and we we're such at the, a good game. Yeah, the, my the, only game. The only game I ever won. That was three years ago. Okay. Maybe he should have been fired. <laughs> Haven't been to a winning game in three years. But anyways, we're sitting next. Ah, oh, that hurt my arm. I hit you in your shoulder. I know, but it went down to my funny bone. Ooh. Tingles. Isn't your funny bone oh. in your back? No, it's, it's your funny bone's like this part. It's like your arm. It's like right where your elbow meets your bone. Clearly, you didn't get to that part of the song. No. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you bumped you. He bumped into you at the restaurant because we were sitting next to him. Dan Bals, Balsma, yeah. whatever the hell his name is, coach of Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. 
he got fired, and I'm like, oh, this guy would be a great coach. He's won Stanley Cups, Coach Crosby. Yeah. Oh, no, who does Ottawa bring in as their new coach? Oh, hi, uh, I'm, D- I'm Dave Cameron. Oh, is, that is his worst. name, David Cameron. I know. It's like the most, like, whitest name ever next to Paul McClain. Sean Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, anyways, we're going to dedicate this season in protest to the one and only Paul McClain. Yeah, but then dedicated and- to him, and then fucking today, who gets fired? The Edmonton Oilers coach. Who's useless. Yeah, I'm like, we're doing something wrong. If Edmonton's coach lasts longer than Ottawa's coach. And I was going to say, how are you going to fire a coach who easily quotes... um, Is that a Sean Batty fact? Sean Batty just texted me. Mm -hmm. uh, Batty man, 605. uh, I better not read that out loud. Oh. I, I don't know what my answer will be. He was just asking. Your phone just went black. Oh. <laughs> just a botty man hanging out, doing his thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Oops. Uh, anyways, how are you going to fire a coach, Paul McClain, who recites Taylor Swift lyrics? I know. So His daughter told him to shake it off. Yeah. But anyways, we're sad to see him go. Yeah. Uh, so that was, a, that was a stressful part of the week. Amongst... Amongst other happenings. Happening? Sorry, I, I went to save the podcast right <laughs> as you were talking, but this is how angry I am with sports these days. Why? The Suns suck. The Blue Jays just lost Milky Cabrera. Oof. So you know what I am now? What? I'm literally the biggest Raptors fan in Toronto somehow. I don't know how I became the biggest Raptors fan. You're like a bandwagon I, Raptors fan. I kind of am, actually, yeah. I've always... I was just eh about basketball. Like, when the Raptors were in the playoffs last yeah. year, I was happy. When they suck for six years, I could care less. Yeah. But now that they're doing really well this year, I'm into it. I'm feeling it. It's good to have a Toronto team that's doing well. Yeah. Other Are we going to have to go to a basketball game? I wouldn't mind. I mean, when I was talking to Sean and Tesla on the weekend, they want to go to a basketball game, and Tesla might be able to get some decent tickets. So shout out our girl, <laughs> Tesla. Yeah. Well, def- okay, maybe. No, you don't have to. I mean... Yeah, maybe. We'll is, see. is my man Laurie playing? Mike Lowry. Lowry. Yeah, <laughs> he will be playing. He's good. They got some good players. Drake's there. We'll see him uh, hanging out courtside. Isn't he in the hospital? Yeah, Puff Daddy just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Look at what shit happened this week. <laughs> no one's having a good week. I know. We had some shit happen. Paul McClain got fired. Drake got beat up. Oh my god, it's, bad. it's such a bad week. It's insane. Okay, what uh, else has been going on since we went on hiatus? This story. Literally happened. I I, hate, I gotta stop saying literally because I hate when people say literally because people use it so much. Yeah. Where it's like I literally could die. I'm so hungry. It's like no, you're not gonna die because you're not literally that hungry. Because what li- happens if you're anemic? Well, then you just get your puffer. <laughs> That's asthmatic. <laughs> you're so not on my survivor team. No. <laughs> Um, I'll be like freaking like keeling over and dying. John's trying to throw me like puffers in a like a paper bag. I thought you were gonna say I, I keel over dying. John's trying to throw one in me. <laughs> Maybe this will be a good episode for your dad, dad to listen no. to. Oh, <laughs> tell your damn story. No, this happened like the day after we went on hiatus. Mm-hmm. So this is actually even the um, this is the sponsor for season seven of Live oh. Six to Five episode. I don't even 70. know the answer to this. What is it? Oh, you'll know when I tell you. I, and I don't want to swear right now, but I'm going to, I fucking hate pedestrians 
who try to conduct traffic. <laughs> this was fuck so you. long ago. This was, yeah, it was like three weeks ago. It was like the day after yeah. the podcast. So fuck you, pedestrian. This is what happened was I was going to a guy's night to meet up with uh, the Boys Town Brew Crew, Juan Sean Puff Batiman Bati, <laughs> and uh, Dan Danimal Craig, a.k.a. Danzilla, a.k.a. 007, a.k.a. That Boy Dan. <laughs> yeah. A.K.A. The Chosen One. Yeah. <laughs> I just like calling people The Chosen One. <laughs> and I'm walking on the Danforth. We're going to some bar. I forget what it's called. I'm crossing the street, and it's, it's not a light where it's like, green light, let me go. It's one of those like crosswalks where you hit it, and then the cars have to stop because it's like a crosswalk. They're doing that cross sign. Okay. And it was like a snowstorm that day. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, your hand gesture was hilarious. I know. It's too bad you people can't see it. So I'm crossing the street in a bit of a snowstorm, mm-hmm. and there's a pickup truck waiting to turn right like it's not turning right because why why i'm walking down to the other side of the the sidewalk right and then there's the sidewalk i'm walking to there's this fucking jerk off who's standing there and all i see him is he's looking straight at the truck he's not looking at me and all he's doing is like he's waving on the truck like Mm -hmm. he's like go 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 the truck's not going he's just like going crazy at the time he's like go 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 (laughs) i'm like asshole i don't tell him to go he's gonna fucking hit me no John! Well, I gave him my sassy eye look. Yeah. I was like... I looked... But I'm like... I yeah. hate when people... I'm like, first of all, look yeah. both ways to see if no one's coming mm-hmm. before you conduct fucking traffic. Yeah. And then I was walking home from work on Friday, and again, someone was trying to conduct traffic, wasn't looking at me, was waving a car on to hit me. The car wasn't going. The guy was like, go, go, go. I'm like, asshole. <laughs> asshole. I don't know what he was a genuine chocolate face. He was a genuine chocolate face. Uh, so I don't know. How do you feel about people, con- pedestrians who try to conduct traffic? Um, I don't care as much. I feel like your sponsors are always self-inflicted because you're so neurotic. Well, My sponsor for this week is the Laundry Room War. Oh, this Jesus. one was legend. And unlike you, I actually brought my A game yeah. on SAS. Okay, we're going to let you tell that in one second. Let me just tell yeah. you one last thing that happened to me today. It's kind of the same thing. Okay. That I'll, I'll give you... You did laundry again? No, not laundry. Oh. This was more walking again. Oh. So I kind of... I'm going against my own thing because I kind of conducted traffic myself today. Shocking. You being a hypocrite? <laughs> no, for good reason. There was a, an ambulance. Mm-hmm. And you know where you, when you broke your ankle, the hospital that we took you to? Yeah. The one that's on, uh, was that Bay? No, uh, University. University. So there's an ambulance that's got sirens going, and it's about to turn into the hospital off University. So I stopped to let him go. Uh, he goes, the motherfucker didn't give me a, didn't give me a wave. I stopped traffic for him because... You're the, such a needy pedestrian. The one time you're allowed to stop <laughs> traffic as a pedestrian is if there's an ambulance. The motherfucker, he didn't wave me on. You're such a needy person. Well, I... <laughs> you like a good wave. <laughs> I don't care so much. No? You're telling me you don't get road rage when you're driving, you, you let a car in and he doesn't wave you on? I don't fucking care. Mm. I'll wave him something else. <laughs> Here he spit on me. <laughs> Me so sorry. We should. I wish we could take a poll and be like, whose sponsor was better? We can do that. Just tweet us at Malencamp or Val Gomez, or I'll maybe I'll make a Facebook post uh, of our sponsors, Laundry Wars slash uh, pedestrians conducting traffic. No, it's not fair. People like you more than me. <laughs> In every situation, it's like, oh, if we broke up, who gets who friends? They're all going to you. What these the exception uh, section uh, ex- excuse me exception of maybe like Nikki yeah but other than that everyone's going to be your friend no one wants to be my friend even though I like do cool shit 
What cool shit? I once, you know what I did that was super cool once? What? I once, this isn't cool, I rode down, I was riding uh, my bike when I was like 14 to the park. Yeah. And I put a bat. Kit Kat Chunky? No. <laughs> oh, actually, no, this isn't a cool story. Something super embarrassing happened to me on my walk home. Shocking. Today. Stop telling me. Can I tell a damn story? This is a two second story. Is it? You've been telling stories for like seven minutes. <laughs> I that watched, all sounds similar, to be honest. This one, again, has to do with conducting traffic. That's why I got to get this out of the way. I was walking home on uh, Spadina, right around Spadina and King. And my boots, my bootlace came undone. And I was like, God damn it, because it was all dark and misty outside. And one thing I hate to do is tie my, tie my shoes in public, because it's like a sign of weakness. So I, I was like, oh, fuck. And I'm on a busy Spadina Street. I'm like, and I hate when motherfuckers stop to tie their shoe on the road. So I'm like, oh, there's Why a... are they tying their shoe on the road? I meant the side rock. <laughs> Sidewalk. Oh, the side rock. <laughs> so I saw, That's like... That's so racist, because you were on Spadina. I know. I'm not affiliated with him. Oh, that... <laughs> so anyways, I'm on Spadina, and there's, like, a little side uh, alleyway. So I'm, like, I'm going to duck in here to tie my shoelace, because I'm so embarrassed. Why would you go in an alleyway? The second I went to the alleyway, a car turned in there, and he like had to stop and wait for me to tie my shoelace. And I forgot how to tie my lace because this guy's looking at me and bunny ears. Yeah, and then people and I had to double knot it, and people were looking at me, and I got up and like ran away, and I'm like, oh god. Why are you such a misfit on the streets? I don't know. I'm just roaming the streets. Just... Why don't we get you Velcro shoes? I fucking love Velcro. Sh- I had a pair of Velcro shoes when I was like 22. Yeah. I didn't have any dates that year, but it was easy to put my shoes on. <laughs> right. So, well, or like moccasins. What are moccasins? <laughs> like slipper shoes. Oh, no. When I was in the laundry room yesterday, two motherfuckers were in slippers. and That's, that's a, disgusting. And that's a perfect segue to your story. Okay, fact. Wearing slippers anywhere besides your apartment is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Right? One, everyone walks in their shoes outside the hallway. There's like dogs running around. Dog shit, shit. Everywhere. Like mud. Ew. You're disgusting. So, fact. Okay. <laughs> Last week, okay, basically in the three-week hiatus, I didn't do laundry once. Okay? Gross. <laughs> yeah. So I, like, wore, because the weather's been so crazy, right? Yeah, but because it's crazy, wouldn't you feel like you've been wearing so much clothes? Yeah, which is why I had to do three weeks' worth of laundry. Tis true. Right? But then we also had to do our new marshmallow bed sheets. Right? Yes. And so I was like, okay, John, I need your help. Can we just bring down all this stuff? So you had to take a bag of, like, all of the bedding stuff. And then I was, like, taking up all of my clothing and everything. So naturally, we go downstairs. Guys, if you remember, I don't know if it's season five, but that was bad laundry wars. This one fucking oh, yeah. takes the cake well, you on got laundry bu- wars. busted for taking the guy's laundry out. Because it was down there for, like, an hour. Hour. Right? And I was like, yo, bitch, please. Okay, this one... If I could cut a bitch, I would have. I actually had to call John for backup on this one. So I'm downstairs. John puts in our laundry machine. Like, we used three washers, one of which wasn't near each other. So two washing machines were both of my clothes, lights and darks, etc. Then across the way... No. I put my colors together. Sure you do. Just like I put our interracial relationship together. You put that together? Well, it took me like a year, but I finally (laughs) did. Anyways, okay. So I put my clothes on one side, and across the way, John put in our bedding 
on the other side. And so it's like 37 minutes for a washer, right? Yeah. So you set your timer on your phone. We went back upstairs and then like one minute to the thing going off, you're like, oh, the timer's going to go off. You should go downstairs. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I ran down the stairs, literally go down. And all of a sudden I see all of my like dark clothes on top of a washing machine. And this dude who looks like... A nerdier version of Jim Parsons. No, like Ethan from Lost with glasses, and like um, when Ethan had like his mushroom hair. So you know who he looks like then? Ethan with glasses from Lost looks like Max from Homeland. Oh yeah, totally. That's who he probably looks. That guy is like a nerdy version of Ethan. Yeah, totally. Um, exactly that dude. And he's like fully taking my shit out. I'm like, what are you doing? And then he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's just like, I was, it's just done. I'm like, it couldn't have been done. I'm down here. Like, yeah, you, were you literally, literally like, jumped the gun and took my shit one out. One minute. Right? And so he's putting it up there and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, get your fucking hands off my shit. Yeah. Right? And so like four other like gentlemen are in the laundry room at oh, the okay. same time. And so I look on the other side for like a free dryer closest to these two washing machines and this one dude who's in like his slippers and like pajama pants right and I was so distraught he's like taking his shit out so I'm waiting for him to take his stuff out and then so I can put my stuff that's sitting on the dryer in and I'm like already disgusted because I really want to wash my shit again yeah of course and so he's like oh I'm so sorry I'm like oh it's not your fault dude don't worry the guy taking his shit out of the dryer so as soon as he takes his stuff out of the dryer I put my stuff sitting on top of the washing machine into that dryer, and then all of a sudden, he's fucking starts grabbing my stuff out of the dryer, because he's so flustered. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I thought this stuff was mine. I'm like, you, this fucking building is killing me today. I hope he didn't, like, sniff any of your stuff, though, did he? Ew, no. I think he was like, oh. Okay. So either way, so then I'm like so flustered. I was like, I think you grabbed some of my stuff. And I'm like, I had some of your stuff in there. And so he's like going through. I'm like, this is like my hell. Right here is where I would put like a down payment on a house or like buy a fucking tree house and just put like a washing machine unit in it. So I wouldn't have to deal with this crap anymore. So then all of a sudden this dick bag on the other side is like waiting for like my whites for me to pull them out. And he's like huffing and puffing. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you should be sorry, you freaking scunt bag. And so like, so upset. So then the guy like was just like with the dryer, he ended up taking everything and putting it in a dryer. I'm like, I don't even know if this stuff is like yours or mine Mm. and then I was like so flustered that like our sheets were on the other side and we're done so then he's like still standing there I take out our whites put them in a dryer take out our bed sheets put them in another dryer Okay. and then the guy's like oh you know this never happens I'm like oh you mean you never pull out people's stuff when the timer goes off and I was like yeah if I can make that sound that yeah so (laughs) um, thank you for that (laughs) so then he's just like oh I was like it's okay what did he say he said something and then I was like oh it's okay at least we know who the asshole is who takes out um, people's stuff and leaves it on the dryer and then like everybody like the three other gentlemen in the room started laughing and then he's like sadly puts his fucking like crochet sweater into the the washing machine and then I'm like waiting to put my stuff in so to make sure it goes down a minute and then so angry so I was just like 
waiting. He's like, oh, sorry again. I'm like, yeah, you should be, dude. And then, like, he oh, left. Shit. And then I was like, called you because I was so yeah. flustered. And I was like, John, come down here. I need you. And then you're like, what? Is everything okay? I'm like, no. Yeah, I was like, oh, Christ. Right? I was so angry. And then I wanted to, like, unplug his washing machine. Yeah, you wanted to, like, unplug his shit. But I was like, you can't do that. Why? Because your clothes are in the dryer. And if he comes down, because... His wash will be done before you're drying. I fucking wait him out. I could take him. I was so angry. Yeah, but the last thing I need is you to get, like, a domestic abuse charge. Like, beating <laughs> up some nerdy-looking white dude. <laughs> Whatever. But I was like, Four yeah. people there were my witness. That's true. But I was like, you can't unplug his shit. Because then if you leave the room, he'll come back. Yeah. He'll know it's you. He'll know where your clothes is. Yeah. He'll unplug yours or he'll throw yours <sighs> on the ground. So I said to you, I was like, let's wait him out. And then you're like, no. But I was like, no good's going to come from this. <laughs> like, I was like, I understand the frustration. I'm like, let's get you upstairs. Let's get you a hot toddy, maybe an episode of Gilmore Girls. I was like, I'll go down for you to get the dryers. So, yeah, which was really sweet. You I went to smell downstairs. fresh panties anyways. And the, oh, Jesus, sorry. <laughs> like, I just wanted to make that Just joke. like R. Kelly? <laughs> yeah. So, Black panties. So, anyway, so then you went back downstairs, but like when I went to work, everybody was saying like, oh, different ways we could have fucked with this asshole. Like what? They were like, oh, you should put like a chocolate bar in his, like the washing machine because then the chocolate bar would explode and go all over his shit. Yeah. Nobody would know who did it. And then... You may think you just shit everywhere in there. You had explosive (laughs) diarrhea. Ew! (laughs) Imagine seeing that on, like, cameras. (laughs) It's so gross. But then another one, I could have stopped his dryer. He wouldn't know it's me. It could just be that the machine stopped. Yeah, well, that's what I was debating doing when I went down for you, but I didn't know which dryer, because he wasn't there when I went. should have waited him out. That's true. I would have sucker punched. He's such a dickbag. Yeah, but in this day and age, you can't sucker punch a guy because I don't want you to get sucker punched back. He wouldn't hit me. I'd kick him in the sack. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, stop oh, spinning on stop, me. Stop don't sucker punch me. <laughs> so then either way, so that was like a Sunday. And then the whole week, I shit you not, every other day something happened. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I know. Things kept happening. Like, was it Saturday I burnt my arm? Yeah, well, let's... let's rifle off a bunch of injuries that happened to you in basically four days. <laughs> four you, days. You, you pretty much beat the shit out of yourself. <laughs> if anyone's listening from like protective services, it wasn't me, I swear. <laughs> Only one may have caused you. <laughs> but that wasn't technically my fault. Well, we won't get into those details. <laughs> so either way. Someone, oh, someone just missed a call. Who was it? Uh, what number? 416. Who's all these numbers? I don't know. Two, six. I don't know these numbers. Anyway. Anyway, so how'd you... Well, I'm going to have to check voicemail. But that's why you went to Rogers to get... It took us 30 minutes one day because our PVR box died. Yeah. Worst thing in the world. So we went to go get a new one, and you, queen of the Mrs. I don't listen to voicemails... I know. ...decided to get voicemail. It took us like 30 minutes because she had to like call someone. Yeah. And then I don't feel like you've checked your voicemail (laughs) once. I got visual voicemail, and so it stresses me out because, like, in this day and age, don't leave me a fucking voicemail. Just text me. What if they need to? Sometimes you need to leave a voicemail. Why? Ugh. It's and, so annoying. Yeah. Anyway, so that ha- red dot's going to sit there now. So how? what what did you do to your body this week? <laughs> What didn't I do? Hey-o. Hey-o. Dirty girl. Shut up. <laughs> Either way, some might say John and I were hanging out, and then oh. I went, what? Okay. What? Keep going. Shut up. That was a long voicemail. That just popped up. 
Are you see? Oh, that's the worst. That's a long voicemail. She, she should know better, too. I've bitched to her about, about this. Yeah, anyways. Um, okay, so either way, I went to the kitchen because it was the morning, and then I was like, oh, man. Oh, you're not going in order, though. Why? Because you did the arm thing first. No, I didn't. No? I did the finger first. Oh, you're right. That's right. Sorry. Right? And so I went to the kitchen to go make breakfast and so i was like so fucking thirsty so i was like oh we okay one john and i are such creatures of habit we have two beer glasses that we use as water glasses yeah. you and i drink so much water when we come home right yeah and so, we we have yeah we have our two beer glasses that we use for water we have our stella glass that we use for pop yeah and then we have wine glasses that i dread using because you broke all of them what I, okay, all I grew up with is wine glasses for things. Okay. So I hate not drinking things out of wine glasses. There's Amy Winehouse over here. Fuck you. And so, like, either way, go to the kitchen. <laughs> John, who, like, washes all the dishes, fucking did, like, a balancing act oh. of dishes. Like, fucking biggest to smallest. No, smallest to biggest in the dish rack. <laughs> and so he's, like, balancing, like... Four large ceramic plates, a fucking frying pan on one, two glasses, okay? Like, all the weight is hanging on these two glasses. And so I pull one out in my days from hanging out with John. And then, literally, the other one's like, everything is now teetering on this one glass. And so I go to the kitchen, like, open the fridge to get the lemon water out. And then all of a sudden, everything falls over. And I try to, like, catch the glass. And then I was like, oh, no, the glass broke right it's shattered everywhere so you came running and then i was like oh my god we gotta clean it and so we're cleaning it up and i was like oh man why is it so red everywhere we look around there's blood on the floor (laughs) on the fridge (laughs) on the cabinets so grossed out and so then i was like oh man i got glass in my finger you like ripped your finger to shit it has like the worst like hole in it now i thought for sure i was trying to get you to go see a doctor to get a stitch or two yeah but it was so funny you put like one bandage on and it like bled right through it in about 10 seconds and then we put another one on and it bled through that one and then you're like let's just wrap it with gauze yeah right and so we did and then i was like oh okay i gotta go to work and so i think i like left without like my watch and like so many i like forgot so many things that oh morning. really yeah i was so like dazed out so then fast forward <laughs> like two days later i got this insane like scratch on my leg and so it's like ah, oh yeah right? oh this is gross this though. is so disgusting and so i got this insane scratch on my leg from like your jeans and watching jeans. too much it's it just, just yeah. like created this like bubble on my like thigh or something and i was like oh my god this hurts so much so i was like fuck it i'm just gonna stab uh. it and so i stabbed it Exploded. That's the most disgusting thing I've heard ever. <laughs> it was so gross. It like exploded all over the bathroom, but to the point where I'm like, oh my god, I've lost so much blood out of my leg. <laughs> my finger, I'm gonna pass out. And so like I remember saying to John, like, I gotta go brush my teeth. And then I didn't come back for like 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I wonder what you're doing. Right? It's like lysoling the whole bathroom. So then fast forward two more days. And so we went to go take care of Benjamin. Yeah. And then came back, and we had to go to a Christmas party. And I was like, oh, man, John, I'm going to make these awesome Killer Miller mashed potatoes. 
And so they're so good. They have like 10 pounds of sour cream, 10 pounds of cream cheese, and <laughs> regular cheese and butter. And so you have to bake them for like 350 degrees. Yeah. And so I put them in the oven. And then they're, like, cooking, and I was like, oh, fuck, I have to take them out. I take, put on the oven mitts, take them out, and I, like, what I feel is, like, maybe, like, a centimeter. Mm -hmm. Burn my arm, because my fucking oven mitts don't go long enough, (laughs) right? And so I was like, ah, it stings. And I was like, oh, it's not so bad. Fast forward two hours to the party, and I have, like, a fucking two-inch burn on my yeah, arm. Yeah, it's still right? there. And that, like, then fast forward two more days, I go to work, and, like, I think my nails end up, like, scratching half of it off. So it's just, like, so disgusting. And so it's just so negative. And then fast forward two more days. What else happened? I burnt my knuckles. Oh, jeez, yeah, I forgot about that. So then we were getting ready to take the fucking 605 pictures so taking the 605 picture, I was like, oh, man, I have, like, let me recurl my hair and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Right? And then I'm, like, curling my hair, curling my hair. And then, like, you know when you're just tired, girls? And you're like, I'm not paying attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, wrapping the, my hair so fucking tight around this curling iron. And then I literally took all, like, the front parts of my knuckles. Or I don't know. What is this part? Uh, yeah, those, those are your... Like, above my knuckles. Yeah. Wait, are these my... These, these, these are, are my your, knuckles. These are your knuckles. Oops. No, these are your knuckles. So you know where your fingers bend to your nail? Whatever. <laughs> the bendies. The bendy part of your finger to your nailies. <laughs> <laughs> All in there, I seared my fingers on the curling iron. My middle finger, my ring finger, my index finger. And so I was like, fuck! Right? And yeah. so I was like, this is the worst. So that happened. And then two days later from there, the worst thing ever. What, the thing that was running around yep and it wasn't benjamin no well we get to that a little bit later well, if you want to um, well let's let's tease that for the towards the end okay something crazy happened Ugh. uh i Ugh. do want i do want to get into a new segment okay although something bad happened to me too i put a cali sandwich in the microwave and i took it out and i kind of burnt my finger that was the same night i know oh no and we had to throw out half our Cali sandwiches. Oh, that was worst. the worst. I know. I could burn myself 14 times, but to throw out a Cali sandwich. Oh, at least, yeah. That was, was rough. That was, that, was a, that was a rough night in our relationship. Yeah. Uh, I do want to get into a new segment that you pretty much created. <laughs> yeah. You have two of them this week. I do, I do. So why don't you tell people, you started, you actually did one in the finale last season. I did. Um, okay, so... I have a bunch of friends in our department usually come and kick it in my office and we talk about the podcast. Adam is awesome and he listens to it like pretty consistently. So does Bobby, Daniela, I always talk about her, she's fantastic, Rocky, Rebecca, Nick, etc. And so it was really awesome. So I thought that season seven is a really great opportunity to get every like more friends on the podcast. And I think some of the hard part is I always think it's like, oh shit, we have to get them to the 605 studios to record. But, you know, in real life, I'm like, fuck, I don't have to get them to come over here. We can literally just do this on in my office. And so I've decided to christen a new segment of the podcast called 605 Remotes. That's 605 Remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. I like that. So should we get into the yeah. first remote? So I think, wait, I just want to preface this with every day it feels like 
even though we don't do it, it almost, there's points of the day where it feels like we've hotboxed my office because we have the dumbest conversations, right? Yeah. And they're so prophetic and we all get really passionate about them, but it ends up being like Bobby, Adam, Nick, Rocky, Rebecca, Dee, and myself. We all get in there in various like stages and we talk like we pick a topic somehow. Like we literally spoke about church today, really? which was so random after we did this 605 remote. It was so weird. weird. And so it's like um, Rocky was just talking about how she wanted to like join a church, but that wasn't like of Scientology. That's what I said because she's just like, I just want one that has like happy feelings, and I was like, that's a cult, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, Bobby, do you go to church, etc., etc., etc. But this one is not about church. It is not about heavy topics. Bobby came in and wanted to listen to something dirty. So let's see what he wants to listen to. <laughs> hey guys, this is the first episode of Live at 605 Season 7, and this is our official first round of 605 remotes. I'm sitting with one Mr. Bobby Tubbs, and also Man of the Year, not to be confused with other Men of the Year, Adam Holman. (laughs) So Bobby came in here, and he's just like, yo Val, can you play the most dirty ASAP Ferg song possible? And I was like, of course, Bobby, I will. And then we're like, let's see if Adam knows it. Adam, what do you think of this ASAP Ferg song, Dump Dump? And on a uh, scale of one well, to gangster, how do you feel when you listen to ASAP for stumped up? <laughs> I can't even understand the words. I don't know what they're saying. Here, let's turn it up. Let's for, turn it let's up. Turn okay, it up hold on. For a hold on. This is a workout song. Okay. Bobby Tobbs has been going to the gym a lot. Yeah. Yes. Working on his legs. Actually, three days. You know what we should do right now? You should lie with your back on the floor. I'll sit on your on your feet and you leg press me to this song. Can I? That's a horrible that idea. That sounds a horribly I don't think I kinky can do that. idea. I don't think I'll be able to do that. Why not? Just leg press me. What are you leg pressing at the gym? Not not your weights. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start a weight training thing in this office? Like, go yeah. from, like, Daniela upwards? Yes. <laughs> live at live at 605, personal trainer, Bobby Tubbs, in-house. Yeah. We'll throw on all your questions right now. You got protein shakes, skipping ropes. Yeah, everything. Gym shoes. We actually need a story arc for this season, because last year we had, like, going to Europe and the wedding, so this season can be Bobby's triumphant feet to what, like? To being able to walk normally. Schwarzeneggerism. <laughs> Schwarzeneggerism. I think the arc should really be you and Jenny Jenkins getting down. Oh, personally, podcast getting down to this song. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes or no? You will be playing Dumb Dumb by ASAP first on your wedding night. No, definitely not. Why not? Is this your first wedding song dance? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is our first dance. This is your first dance. Or it's the song with, with it's my it's the uh it's me dancing with my mom song. <laughs> Adam, are we putting yeah. you out the spot? Yeah. Do Bobby and I actually get to come to your wedding? We'll see. I don't know. Podcasts really actually make me nervous. I was thinking about this. You do get I nervous. I don't know where to look. I don't know if I should look at the phone. <laughs> If I should look into your eyes, if I should look at Bobby. We can look at the first time we're having a conversation. Yeah, I think so. Pretend John's the phone. Yeah. Yeah.
That's talk to favorite. talk to John. Uh, hey John, um, just uh, can you hit the sting button, the Adam sting <laughs> button, right now? Well, let me hear you say, who's the man? Damn, son, Adam's the man. You know he's bout it, bout it. Yeah. It's a chubby dubby. Yeah. Oh, it's a chubby dubby. <laughs> oh, it should be, uh, it should be when John says Ryan. Hey, yo, that chubby dubby. Oh, dog, that's Bobby. Ryan. 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 Oh, yeah, Bobby. Ryan. Oh, yeah. P.S. Go Buffalo Sabres. Oh, fuck, fuck you. Fuck the Sabres. Fuck you. Fun sensor. No, not even. Once this yeah. comes out tomorrow Call night. Plane. Peace out. See you, buddy. Bite hey. your tongue. <laughs> tell, Bobby, tell, tell the good people what happened on the weekend when you decided to go all reno. I said go <laughs> when you went all renovation. Oh, well, so this weekend I woke up on Saturday. And I had a thought in my brain that was, what would Adam Holman do today? And I went to Home Hardware. I got some pieces of wood cut to make some shelves in my kitchen. That's amazing. That was that was the Adam Holman in me for this weekend. What did, you. What did the real Adam Holman do this weekend? Uh... <laughs> we, uh, I went to a party on Friday night. It was our boys' Christmas party. Instead of, like, at, okay, at a girl's Christmas, we would serve, like, appetizers, like, prosciutto, and, like, yeah. different cheeses, and olives, and breads, and stuff, and baked goods. We, what, what, what's at a boys' Christmas party? Uh, it starts off with meat sticks, <laughs> pe- pepperoni sticks. They were Who's really spicy. Stick? Who's I, meat stick did you have? I brought some. <laughs> I brought enough for everybody. You had enough to share for everybody. Yeah. I brought a whole pack of meat sticks, spicy meat sticks. Uh, then we ordered three pizzas. Lots of meat on pizzas. Not, never oh. enough meat at a boys party. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what we did? You know what we do? It's a tradition. We, uh, we, we drink a bottle of wild turkey. Oh, it, ew! Yeah, it's disgusting. But uh, one of the guys actually loves it now. He drinks it with Coke, so... Wild turkey and coke. I just stick to beers, but uh, coke turkey. <laughs> coke turkey. Headaches turkey the next coke. day mean uh, it was a good night. So, yeah. How much weed did you smoke this weekend? Uh, zero. Guys, zero? Zero. we've never actually spoken about drugs yeah, we on can't the talk pod. About drugs, no, yeah. no, no. We can still talk about it. Oh. John just won't. Partially because okay. John's never done much. John, yeah. cut this part of the podcast out. Throw yeah. your suspenders on. <laughs> And that is another, or your first edition, of yep. Six of Five Remotes. I fucked up. You gotta, you gotta appreciate that. That was good. ASAP Ferg, because you, you G-chatted me today. You're like, yeah. what's the dirty ASAP Ferg song? I'm like, yeah. oh, are you talking about Shabba? That's what I thought he meant, too. But when I heard you were talking about Dump Dump, I listened to the song. I'm like, oh, that is a pretty dirty song. <laughs> but I, I like dirty songs working out. It's yeah. good to work out, too. It is a good song to work out. Like, or good songs because there's so much energy behind them yeah i like that remote we have another one we'll get to maybe a little yeah. bit later less, on. less less intense less intense <laughs> less boy okay you, you kept mentioning about like your office people coming in there i just want to tell this one funny story just mm-hmm. made me think of it mm-hmm. so for like five months like three years ago i actually had an office at work because <laughs> yeah. when i switched uh Roles. I took over for. You took my, my office. Took your old office. No. No, you took my neighbor office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got my own office like three years ago. So just crazy. Kind of happened, and I had it for like five or six months. And then yeah. one time, 
there's this the guy who works in like the cafeteria. Yeah. Uh, he will remain nameless. Can, wait, gonna, can I do a caveat to your office? Yeah. Your own boss had like shitty furniture and like yeah. like um a fucking like particle board desk, and John had like mahogany, mahogany. like bookcases <laughs> and like a was, judge's table. He was like fucking stacked in there. It was a really nice office. Yeah, I had, like, like a mini pot, fridge. You had a mini fridge and like pot lighting. Yeah. <laughs> so for whatever reason, this, this guy who works in the cafeteria one day walked by me, and he's like a strange cat. Like he, there's, there, I don't go to the cafeteria anymore because basically, uh, I don't. Were you there when we had these? Did you leave before they took over in the cafeteria? The two for, people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was there. Okay. Yeah. The the main like chef lady is basically like a soup Nazi. Yeah. Where if you go, if you ask. Her questions, she'll yell at you. If you don't know what you want, she'll yell at you. <laughs> and she always liked me only because I go Monday and get chicken, go Friday get chicken. Fig- like she always knew what I wanted. Because you, you have the diet of a six-year-old child. Exactly. <laughs> but I still there'd be a few times where I would not know what I want, or I take an extra minute, and I would get yelled at. Yeah. And then uh, the guy who runs the cash would also be super weird. Mm-hmm. And like I felt like she hated girls. But he hated guys, so like yeah. I would go pay, and he like would say weird stuff to me. Yeah. So it got to a point where I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm just not gonna go here. I'd rather go to Subway where they say hello, sir. How are you? Just like <laughs> they give me nice things. Yeah. Like, well, I guess Subway, <laughs> but they treat you nicer there, right? <laughs> They're happy to see you. So I'm just like, "Fuck it." But anyways, he would like one day he walked by me when I sat in the office when I still went to the cafeteria. Yeah. And he's like, "They gave you an office." I was like, what? "Yeah." He's like, "Why do you get an office?" I was like, "I don't know." But does he fucking want an office? <laughs> Cut to like. Six months later, when they turned the office into an edit bay, I got moved out somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And he walked by and he saw me one day. He's like, oh, so I see they kicked you out of your office, eh? What a jerk. And now every time I see him, which isn't very often because I don't go to the cafeteria, he's like, remember that time when you used to have an office? Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Um, hello, cash register man. Yeah, so it gets to the point now where I go to, Sub- that's why I go to Subway three times a week where they're mm-hmm. nice to me, <laughs> although they mistaken someone else for me the other day. I know, I thought you were going to tell that story. Well, I'll tell that story. So I have... There's one of the other producers at work, his name's Jeremy. Shout out to Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And everyone calls him my my office dad. Yeah. Because they say him and I look like father and son. Yeah. Which is kind of true, but <laughs> one day my dad actually came to the office, Pops Malin, a.k.a. Pops stands for Popular Malin, because he's a popular Malin. <laughs> and he's, I think my dad met him, and, yeah. and he's... Ever since then, my dad's always just like, oh, so how's your work, dad? Oh, oh yeah, no. He doesn't like it. Or whatever, it's like a yeah. joke. So I'm sitting in the edit bay last week working on like American Horror Story or something like that and Jeremy comes, knocks on the door, he comes in, he's holding his bag of Subway and he's like, John, it finally happened today. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Because he goes just as often as I do. Yeah. And you all know I get the exact same Subway order, right? Yeah. Never changed it once in my life. He comes up, he's like, so I went in, they're like, oh, hello, how's it going? And, and he's like, I'm good. And he's like, all of a sudden they just started making a roast beef and bacon sub. And I had to go like, no, oh, no, no, I don't want roast beef and bacon. I want a cold cut on whatever. Yeah. And the, the lady behind who's making the sandwich just goes, oh, my God, you're changing your order today. I'm so happy for you. Finally changing your order. And he's like, what are you talking about? And then she's like, oh, my gosh. She's like, I'm so sorry. I thought you were this guy who gets a roast beef and bacon sub. And he's like, oh, I work with that guy. And they thought Jeremy was me and I was Jeremy. Which is understandable because people call him my work dad. Yeah. But the guy has a beard now and I don't have a beard. So I was just, you have an almost beard. I have, an, I have a neared. I, I have an awesome neck beard. <laughs> then I have like flesh-colored mustache and patches on my cheeks. So. It's just funny. They miss, even though I go there every day, 
They yeah. thought Jeremy was me, and they started Aww. making him a sign. And then I went there the next day, and the lady's like, I'm so embarrassed. I thought you were this other. I'm like, Are oh. you going to get her a Christmas gift? No. I feel like you should. I'm not getting them a Christmas gift until they gave me a free cookie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like fucking screwed, Jake. Listen. Well, I am. I go there three times a week on a slow week. Okay. I get the roast beef and bacon footlong combo every time. I'm giving them good money. <laughs> Throw me a free cookie once in a while. Throw Why? me a third cookie. Because I'm there every day. Wait, what's in your combo? Uh, two cookies. Why do you need a cookie? <laughs> give me a free third cookie. Why should they Fuck give you Fuck with your a- boy. Why should they give you a free cookie? Because you know when you go so often, it's like this guy's bringing in money. I'm mm-hmm. telling people to go there. I'm promoting them on the podcast every damn week. I talk about Subway every fucking week. Maybe that's why they fucking don't give you a free cookie. (laughs) Maybe. But give me a free third cookie. There's not so much to ask for. It's not coming out of their pocket. I'm pretty sure if they lose inventory, it does come out of their pocket. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like, I could use a third cookie. Okay, greedy. No, but I mean, I'm not going to get them a gift card because... Give me a third cookie and I'll give you a free gift You're card. You're horrible. What, Keep going. Would you give your your guy who works at the... Second that, cup? Yeah? Yeah. I gave him candy canes. Yeah, that you probably swiped from the ugly sweater party you were at this weekend. I didn't even know you got candy canes. I didn't have bought some. <laughs> when did you buy candy canes? Up on Davisville. Really? At the case... Like, not the Hasty Market. At the corner store. Okay. Uh, I want to get into something that we're both heated about that I think could be pretty funny. Go. So we mentioned we saw, I think on the season five finale the week before that, best movie we saw this year, Whiplash, right? Hands down. I don't think we talked about two other movies we've seen since then that we could maybe talk about for a second. (laughs) So we saw a few weeks ago Birdman. Which uh, was getting great rave reviews. Yeah, I think like IMDb... Are we, are we going to talk about that one first? Yeah, I was going to say we saw Birdman, yeah. and then uh, on fr- Friday, this past Friday, we saw Interstellar. <laughs> and both movies highly rated, highly raved. Everyone's like, you got to see them. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, Birdman, I did not really enjoy no. so much. It was, it had some cool ideas. I liked elements of it. Yeah. I liked, I didn't mind Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. I thought it was cool that it was made to look like it was one continuous shot, hour and a half, two hour movie. Mm-hmm. I like that it was filmed in, was it St. James Broadway Theater in yeah. New York? Because that's where we went to go see our Broadway show this yeah. year. But at the same time, I just, I didn't like it as much as everyone else is loving it. Okay, so the premise of Burn Man is uh, Michael Keaton, who plays a washed up actor who once played an iconic superhero, and he has to overcome ego and family problems. Um, as he starts producing this Broadway play in a bid to actually regain his former celebrity glory. Right? Yeah. Fair game. Fair. So IMDb actually gave it 8.7 out of 10. Okay. How many Michael Fassbenders would you rate this? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8 because that white boy crazy. <laughs> I give this probably 6.3 Michael Fassbender dicks out of 10. <laughs> That's what it is, right? It's Michael Fassbender Sorry, dicks. I just saw something so ridiculous. How many? 6.3 Michael Fassbenders. Yeah, okay. What did you see that so? So, I'm like scrolling on my phone for IMDb for Birdman. Yeah. And it's like, you know how they usually put like the top cast like in like 
um, in order of the most screen time yeah. on IMDb. Look at who's the third. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Racist. Who was that in the movie? What did- so literally the crew, the cast of the movie, as John <laughs> formerly pointed out, Michael Keaton, um, Zach Galifianakis... Uh, Edward Norton, Ed Norton Emma Stone, Emma Stone, etc., etc., etc. I look, I scroll down on cast and crew of the top build cast for Birdman. First is Michael Keaton. Second is Emma Stone, and the third is the Korean grocer. <laughs> it's like who was not prevalent in the film. Is that his name, Korean grocer? That's who he played, Korean grocer. By Kenny Chin. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So. You gave it 6.3? Yeah, what do you give it? I'd probably give it, like, 6. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8, because that white boy crazy. Yeah? Yeah. So, so, the reason why I didn't like it, one, it felt exceptionally long. Yeah. Two, I don't really, I didn't overly believe in some of the characters, Right? I really liked Edward Norton just because I like him as a character actor. Um, I hated the fact, like, while it was intriguing, it got annoying after a while that it was all, like, there was only, like, three shots in the whole film, I think. And it was just because they made it on, like, a rotating set. Mm -hmm. So, interesting to watch executed in theory, but annoying because there was never a pause. It just kept going and going, and you couldn't actually at least to me, feel anything for these characters because there was no time to take a breath. Mm -hmm. So that was my thing. So no bueno to Birdman. No, yeah. I don't know. It was like, I had high hopes because it looked Mm kind of cool, but then just seeing it, it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be. Now, I think we we got some stuff to say about Interstellar. Yeah. And we can say stuff that won't give the movie away if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But everyone was going on and on about how great this is. And I love I, I like Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Really digging Matthew McConaughey's revival these days. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're a big uh, Michael Mc- Matthew McConaughey fan. <laughs> Michael McConaughey's his unsuccessful <laughs> younger brother. Uh, I first of all I'm boycotting movies with Anne Hathaway in them. I don't want to watch Anne Hathaway anymore. Unless she's in the Princess Diaries. Yeah, but that was what, like ten years ago or something? Yeah. I'm just sick of like this whole Anne Hathaway, like I'm She's not believable in her own. No, it's like, oh, I'm this nerdy chick who's just like I'm Look, even she's right here. I'm like, oh Yeah, so I'm So wait, Interstellar is about with our time on Earth coming to an end. A team of explorers undertakes the most important mission in human history, traveling beyond this galaxy to discover discover whether mankind has a future among the stars, maybe. It cut out. Okay, so. that's okay. Okay. So, I thought visually it looked cool. There's like there's a trailer, the shot in the trailer with like yeah. the huge tidal wave. That's yeah. cool. The space scenes were awesome. It looked pretty cool. There was that robot yeah. that walks around. I like. We didn't see it in IMAX either. No, but we still saw it in a big theater. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't fucking IMAX adds what five feet to a film. Like, <laughs> we saw it in a big enough theater, so yeah. people were like, "You gotta see an IMAX." Like, yeah. whatever. I don't have seventeen bucks. No, I fifteen. But we've already spent like thirty bucks on shitty movies every anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. Here's my first issue. Go. One of the central characters is Matthew McConaughey's daughter. <laughs> and you know what her name is? Yes. Murph. <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's like certain scenes where it's really emotional and people are just yelling out her name and it's like, I'm into it, I'm sad, something's happening, and then all of a sudden they're like, Murph! Murph, I love you. I'm like, 
Don't don't name your character any character named Murph. Was her real name Murphy though? Not once in the whole movie did they call her Murphy, and then mm-hmm. everyone's like, "Oh, it's like Murphy's Law," but I'm like, "Don't call her Murph." Yeah, sounds like a, a dog's name or something. <laughs> That's because Maddie's dog's name was Murphy. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, but there's a scene like an emotional scene out of a bookcase, and he's just like yelling like Murph, Murph. I'm like, <laughs> took me right out of it when I just kept hearing the name <laughs> Murph. My thing was, you know how like really okay. Remember how Lost took a lot of real elements in history and science and stuff like that and incorporated it into a plot line. So it was like the idea of a constant, um, what's his face? Uh, Faraday was actually an actual physicist. Like start calling Garris Faraday. Ooh. Garris Faris Day. Ooh. Maybe we'll get our card for our birthday. (laughs) Um, Okay, but either way, so Christopher Nolan's thing was when I read a lot of reviews yesterday was that he, the executive producer was like, um, completely adamant to make and like all the science parts of it completely true yeah. so there was like no holes in the story so a lot of people were like oh did you guys not like it because it was super intellectual and I was like no I actually did appreciate yeah. all of the actual science behind it what I didn't appreciate about the film was one that it was so fucking long it was two right. hours and 45 minutes. Two hours and 45 minutes. If you're making then, a movie over two hours, you're a dick. <laughs> I don't care if Unless you're, there's like an intermission. Like turn yeah. on the lights and tell me to walk around for like, about two minutes. Who are you, Ben-Hur? Like I don't want to see a fucking like, three-hour movie. Are you Ten Commandments? Are you Parting Seas? Yeah. No. No. So Get either. the hell out of here with that new Exodus movie. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see Christian Bale parting the seas. Yeah. The hell on with this shit. So it's just like, Ferris <laughs> had the best quote about that film. She's like, people in the theater were bitching. She's like, I can't believe how much CGI there was. And it's like, Ferris is like, bitch, please. Like, yeah. it's like, oh no, Christian Bale is really going to part a scene. Yeah, and I know. And then it's like, come the fuck on. So either way, so the movie was like exceptionally long. I actually hate when Christopher Nolan teams up with his brother to try and write a script. Yeah. Because for as good as like the science parts were, and it was like really, really tight that way, they all of a sudden start getting so like sloppy and like yeah. it was like it became like really flowery, really juvenile writing where like all we need is love. All we need is love. Love will save the love planet. Love will save the planet. Love is love. Right. Love blah, is blah, love. Blah, blah, blah. Bibbidi bobbidi. <laughs> so then it was just like so stupid. But then it was also like I was reading on Rotten Tomatoes that like some of the people thought that making Jessica's Chastain and Anne Hathishit's characters yeah. <laughs> actually be like, oh, we just want to go back to our separate places, like not carry on with the science factor, yeah. but like save the world because of love, took away the actual credibility of those two characters kind of thing. Yeah. So that was a little silly. I also equally like... I don't know. I felt like the whole beginning, like, you said you looked at your watch at one point, and it was only an hour had passed, and they hadn't even gone to space yet. No, yeah, it was, well, we saw the movie at 10.30 on a Friday night, so. Everybody at work said that was our fault. We shouldn't have done that. Well, yeah, I know. that Maybe that's true, but, like, I'm looking at my watch, and it was only, like, 12.45. Yeah. It's 12.45 in the morning. I'm, like, trying to figure out the math in my head. I'm, like, God damn it. This movie started at 10.20. Mm -hmm. Wait, there's 10 minutes of previews, 10 minutes of commercials. Mm -hmm. So it started at 10.40. Wait, it's 12.45. It means it's only been two hours. Yeah. It means there's still 45 more damn minutes to go. And this stupid doctor's, like, showing me how a black hole works by putting a pen through a piece of paper. (laughs) That was actually really interesting. (laughs) No, but that that part was interesting. Like, the science... Because it was all right, yeah. pretty much. But then, like, okay, not to give stuff away, but 
Casey Casey Affleck's in it, and I'm like, why is this guy such a mean guy? He's punching Eric from that '70s show, or (laughs) what's his name? Uh, Topher Grace. He's punching people. He's freaking out. Like he's trying to help your son. My thing was was that like I zoned out at one point, and like the only black character in the film, (laughs) I was like, I was like zoned out for like twenty minutes. Genuine what? Genuine chocolate face, right? And I was like, oh man, I really like this character. Then like. Fast forward 20 minutes when I clue back in. I was like, John, is that the same dude? <laughs> and I'm like, why does he have a beard now? <laughs> Apparently black don't crack. Nope. And so I was just like so confused. Either way, IMDb gave it 8.9 out of 10. Yeah. Right? And fucking clearly hipsters running this website now because they gave it a meta score of 74. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> so what do you give it? Uh, I would give it, because it looked cool... I'll give it. A, I'll give it a solid seven point zero. Okay. What about you? Seven as well. I think uh, that's fair. Yeah. I, I never said I hated no, the film. I know. We were at the party on the weekend. We're t- I were talking to people about. It and everyone's like, "Oh, didn't you love it?" And we're like, "It was all right." Yeah. And, we, and they're like, "No, why didn't you like it?" And we gave them this list of details, and then yeah. I think we almost changed their mind too. I know. And then it was like, also like, I love Hans Hans Zimmer, yeah. and he did the music oh, yeah, and the soundtrack. the soundtrack. He did the soundtrack to Inception, which was like outstanding. If anyone remembers that, wow, right? Make but your it, balls tingle, <laughs> or your lack of balls tingle. <laughs> so then it was like, oh great, Hans Zimmer did this soundtrack too, and apparently like he has like twenty IOUs to Christopher Nolan. Yeah. So then every single time, fucking Matthew McConaughey took like a fucking whack to the head of corn in the field. <laughs> or, like, drove his truck or called Murph, like, the yeah. same sound would come out. Yeah. And I'm, like, sitting in the theater. I'm like, John, I'm fucking shaking. It's so loud. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, and this isn't a spoiler. Like, obviously, like, uh, Jessica Chastain and Casey Affleck are in it mm-hmm. because there's a big gaps of time and they ate whatever. I'm like, there's a part where people are supposed to age, like... Sorry, what, I just that? looked up the IMDb rating for the next film. Foxcatcher? No. Uh, oh, uh, which one? The last one we're going to review. Uh, yeah, which one's that? John's. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to get to that movie in a yeah. second. What did that one get? No. Okay. We'll it. Sorry, sorry. So okay. there's a part where people are supposed to age like 20 years, like the black dude yeah. who you said. And fucking Michael Caine's in the movie. He's already like 100 years old, and he ages 25 years. And somehow they made Michael Caine look 17 years younger. <laughs> I'm like, he's in a wheelchair. I'm like, this fucking guy should be dead. Yeah. And he made him look younger, and like, all he has is like a wheelchair. He's rolling around. I think he. I'm like, come on, man. It was a, there was there was a fair bit of holes. And then there's a scene at the very end where something finally happens, and someone finally meets someone, talks to him for two minutes. And he's like, fucking yippee ki motherfucker. I'm going back to space. Right. It's like you do all this thing for somebody for love. <laughs> And you spend two goddamn minutes with them, and you're like, fuck it, I'm going to go find the princess bride or whatever. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> your bah music. <laughs> Calling people Murph. Murph. So John's going to reconsider his 7 out of 10 fast bender rating, because I think he's yeah, a little angry. It's down to like six. Just the biggest argument, this whole movie was, the biggest flaw was the name Murph. Okay. I swear to you, Murph was the worst thing Guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about another movie we saw that we could have picked any other theory though too? It was like, why didn't you pick like, uh, fucking like Pavlovian or like Socrates yeah. or like Aristotle's theories? Or, like, yeah. why did you pick like the ugliest name kind of thing? Murph. Murph. 
I know. Okay, so the last movie we saw, and the fun part is, is that we didn't get ahead of time tickets for Interstellar. We didn't get ahead of time tickets for Whiplash. Birdman. Birdman. But for this film, our one of our dear friends, Mr. One Sean Battyman. Puff Batty. Puff Batty. Uh, during season five, Sean moved to... Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan for, like, for five weeks. Yeah. And so this crossed over to us leaving for Europe. So mm. we actually all weren't together for like a really long period of time. Um, and he went to go shoot the Corner Gas movie. Bum, bum, bum. So for those of you who don't know what Corner Gas is, like me. So <laughs> Corner Gas is this quintessential Canadian comedy. Yeah. And so it's shot in Regina. It's about uh. right. Stop. It's called okay. Regina, so this, Regina, Regina. Stop. So this is the synopsis on IMDb. As the town of Dog River goes bankrupt, the residents of the town must pack up and move out. However, our favorite citizens make one last ditch effort to save Dog River. Mm-hmm. So I guess like there's like four main people in the show. There's a there's like so it's created by Brent Butt who's a comedian and yeah. basically he works in a gas station called Corner Gas mm-hmm. and he works with this chick named Wanda who's yeah. just like always mean to him. He has his best friend Hank, his mom and dad's in it. Yeah. Then there's Lacey who works at the uh, diner next door. Yeah. And I used to watch the show when I was young. It came did out, you like it? I did. I had it on DVD. Like it yeah. came out ten years ago, so I was nineteen. Like yeah. I actually I didn't mind it at the time. I just stopped watching it. Right. I wouldn't say I hated it. I wouldn't say I loved it. I I liked it. Yeah. It was. I don't. No. I actually yeah. like. I think for me, not knowing anything about it, I liked it as like a quintessential Canadian film. Yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, it's better than like Coronation Street or something. Hey, Corey's awesome. Or like Street, or, or like Jonathan Tor, or John O'Vision. I don't know. I'm trying to think John of like, like weird uh, Canadian shows. So either way, Sean was like, oh, hey guys, like to like 10 of our friends, he's like, I'm doing, they're doing a screening of this uh, film because it's only out in theaters for like a week. Like five days. Five days. And then he's like, do you all want to go? So we're all like, oh, okay, we all haven't hung out in a while. Let's go get drinks, and then we'll go to the theater. So, like, we literally get to the theater, and it is, like, damn well near sold out. Yeah. Right? And so we ended up sitting in, like, the second row, all ten of us. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy, because there's nothing more that I want than on a Sunday night when I'm exhausted to sit in the second row watching a corner gas <laughs> Right? And so I'm at the end of the line, and so I thought it was, like, a lot of crew friends of well, Sean's and well, stuff yeah, like that. Well, yeah, we, one of Sean's friends was, he's, like, a second assistant yeah. director or something. Yeah. He, we met up with him, super nice guy, and mm-hmm. when we got to the theater, Sean knew a lot of the, the ca- other ca- like crew, crew members because a lot of the crew came either half the crew lived in Saskatchewan, the other half came from Toronto. Totally. So I guess a lot Sean and a lot of them planned to go see the movie the Sunday. Yeah. So we got to meet some of them and st- what? No, no, no. So it's just like we got to meet some of them, which was like really, really nice. And so we're sitting in the theater though, and like I'm just like okay, and this guy sitting beside me is like, you know, he's like really excited, and like all of a sudden like. The Brett Butler guy comes on. Brett Butt. Oh. Brett Butler's from uh, not Saving Grace, but what's that one about the white chick who used to like get beat up by her husband? Grace under fire. She used to get beat up by her husband. What's the whole? It's like in the late '90s where it's like, oh, Roseanne, it's cool to be like white trash. That's when they had Grace under fire. Brett Butler, Whoa. and it's like she used to get beat up by her husband, but then her husband was still in the show. It's like a comedy guy. Was it? It was a comedy. Yeah. It's like the Roseanne, like how Roseanne, Roseanne was a Roseanne didn't get beat up, though. Jackie did. Yeah, but it wasn't like the old, whole premise. But I'm pretty sure at some point in that show, Roseanne got beat up when she was like younger. By Dan? 
No, but I mean, like, previous husbands. Like, wasn't it Booker, the guy who beat up (laughs) Jackie? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I don't know. Hold on. Oh, that's bullshit. You watch the show. You have a Roseanne pillow. No, no, no. What? I watched Roseanne, but not like... like Johnny Galecki. That's the guy from Big Bang Theory. What's your name? Darcy's? Darlene. Darlene's. Didn't you like the the young son? What's his name? Like, David? You're like, oh, I like his No, he reminds me of Carl from Lost. Which one's or I mean, Carl? Carl from Walking Dead. your Dead. brother. Yeah. Yeah. So we're waiting in the theater for the film to start, and all of a sudden, Brett comes on screen, and he's like, hey, guys, here's some oh. trivia for about Saskatchewan. And so, literally, the best thing, it was like 35 minutes of like... They did like, yeah, 35 minutes of like, here's like behind the scenes, here's yeah, some games. here's some facts. And so the best part was, was that John and I zoned out so much, you thought it was true or false. Yeah. But it was just like... Trivia. Trivia. Not even. It no, was it's just like, like did, you know? did you know facts ever? It's like, did you know this celebrity, this celebrity, and this celebrity are all from Saskatchewan? <laughs> And you're like, I didn't know that. I'm like, well, no, no, you don't know which one's which yet. And you're like, no, these are true facts. I was like, oh. You're like, oh. That was like multiple you're like, choice. Fact. <laughs> Did, uh, fact. Jody Mitchell hails from Saskatchewan. And you're like, oh, false. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Sean's like, no, it's a fact. <laughs> so it's so funny. Then all of a sudden, like, Brett Butt is like, oh, everyone stand up. We're going to sing the national anthem. Oh, yeah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Trick, I want to fucking slit my own wrist right now. Yeah. So we end up, like, standing up and like half-assly singing the national anthem with the dude from Corner Gas. And the guy beside me is like so into it. Going ape shit. He's going ape shit. And I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, hey, dude, did you also work on the yeah. film? And he's like, no. He's like, oh, I just love that show. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to keep it in my face. Yeah. So, yeah, it was so ridiculous. So that film, I was like rolling around in my chair for different reasons. There was one really funny part where Lacey, I think it was, the yeah. chick who works at the diner. Okay. The mom sassed her and she's like, you're wearing, what you you look like, oh, yeah. what did she say? It's like, you were in a really ugly outfit. Yeah. And then we looked over at Maddie. So what the outfit was like a jean, a blue jean jacket, um, a blue like t-shirt. t-shirt and like jeans. And then we look at Maddie, and she's wearing the exact same outfit. And she's like, yeah, she's like, bitch, please. <laughs> so that was, like, hilarious. Okay, so how many fast benders do you give the corner gas the, movie? The- yo, yo, yo. How many Michael fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. The mere fact that there's no one named Murph, <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a solid seven. Okay. I'll give it a seven. Yeah. I... You know, it was very true to the show. Since I knew the show, it was the same kind of humor, and I, I didn't mind. It wasn't necessarily my kind of... Like, I still didn't watch the show. But you did watch it four times later during the week. Oh, in the best possible way, I fucking watched that goddamn movie four <laughs> times in one week because it was on the movie network. <laughs> and one time, sometimes when you see movies or if I see something I don't even like that much, if it's on TV, I'll just watch it. So I've watched that goddamn movie five times in like six days. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, it was all right. Okay. If you're a fan of the mo- fan of the show, definitely go see it. Or not a fan of the show. Yeah. As you are not. No, that's true. What I would give, give it? it. Okay, so IMDb gave it eight point three out of ten. What? Yeah, thank you. That's a little crazy. It's clearly, somebody from the movie or yeah. the dude sitting next to me in the theater wrote For sure. this. I would probably give it 6.5. 6.5. Okay. With fair. no actual recognition of what the show is about. Yeah, I dig it. So we ended season six with a story we kept in our bag, in our story vault, if you will, for about a year. 
Almost? Just about a year. Just about a year. And then this past Thursday, we had another incident, not of the same accord, but along the same lines. And we're like, oh, if we ended a season one way, we might as well premiere it in the same fashion. We will tease that story now, but tell you later. Full-blown bullshit. Full-blown bullshit. Okay, so let's get to the next 605 remote. Yes. It's that 605 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. So, this is really awesome, um, what you're going to call it. So, again, it's always, like, two rounds of, like, the kids coming into my office and whatnot. So, this time, Daniela came in, and usually Dee and I actually talk a fair bit in the morning. okay. So, I didn't get to talk to her uh, this morning because we both just started working. And so, then she came in, like, halfway through the day, and I was like, oh, how's your weekend? And she was just telling me about her friend or her boyfriend's friend who got engaged mm. this past week. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, I just... Oh, okay. So I, I listened to a podcast with Polly Shore on it. Of course. And that guy really annoyed me. I don't like the weasel. Ugh. Ah! So, but you know what? He's really annoying on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Someone would be like... And in life. Yeah. Someone would be like, oh, so Polly, uh, back in the 80s, and he'd just go, mmm. Like, I saw... So you made this movie, mmm. Like, he made, like, weird sexual grunts, like, for anything that... You did that for so long. I know. I was like a joke, though. Right? Sorry. And so, either way, so... Uh, you're gonna hit me. I was. So either way, we ended up uh, shooting the shit, and she started telling me about this. I'm like, oh, I'm really curious, because there's like four, like three of the girls I'm really close to in our department are Daniela, Rocky, and Rebecca, Word. who I equally call Breezy half the time. If you've heard me reference her. What's up with your boy John Beasy up in the place? Jump off John Beasy. I messed it up. Anyways. Yeah. So. Okay. Stop. <laughs> so we ended up uh, asking like everyone. We're like, oh, do you still make out with your boyfriend or? girlfriend anymore significant other and so all of us would give our answers if we all equally at this point in our lives still like making out with people we've had that discussion then I was like I now have the girlies in my office I was like okay do you want to have a say in your own engagement and so we went around the room and like actually discussed that okay so let's give it a listen and see what the ladies have to say Uh oh, are we starting? Yes. Is this sexual? (laughs) It is not sexual, unless you want it to be. (laughs) So guys, this is another 605 remote. Now I have new girly additions, Rebecca, Dee, and Rocky. Fan favorite style collective, Dee on much hockey hiatus. Breezy, I think I refer to you as Breezy on the podcast, so people will actually know her as Rebecca now. But... Dee just came in and told me a story about her friend getting engaged, right, which I think is awesome. But now, all different girlies of all different ages sitting in front of me, the hands-down question is, do you guys want to plan your own engagement or do you want it to be a spontaneous thing? Do you want to have say in your own engagement? Wait, getting proposed or an yeah. engagement party? Yeah. Per- to propose. Like, do you want to be Is part it of... It's bad that I don't trust Dan to be... <laughs> 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 that's bad. That's bad. That's really bad. It's, I mean, somebody's asking you to marry them. Like, does it matter how it's done? I would say so. <laughs> I, I don't guess, think so. Okay, uh, so Rocky, what do you think? Okay, I apparently have very strong opinions on this. <laughs> um, no, somebody's asking you to marry them. I feel like it doesn't matter how it's done, but I, um, I'm i thinking back to that episode of Sex in the City where she gets that, she sees the totally. ugly ring first, and maybe the way in which somebody asks you is indicative of how well they know you. For sure. And that's where the concern lays. I agree. I was, no, I agree with that. But I just think that if someone just asked you in their house... It's yeah. like the lack of effort would be. What happens if they clean them? their house? Well, like, 
Or if they oh, woke you sweet. up in the morning on a bed. Like we said, there's a movie that about that. That would be super sweet. Oh, so is yes. that the one with Step the ring? Yes. yes. <laughs> with the string. Oh, my God. Yeah. So They're in their own home. In your teeth? Yeah, she's in her pajamas. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's sweet. super sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The guy with the mean face, like, puts it on a string, and it, like, mm. he tells this story, and then all of a sudden, the ring, like, falls down the string and, like, onto her finger. Yeah. What? She opens an empty box, and there's, yeah. like, a spool. No! But, yeah. And her finger's, like, attached to the ring? He ties, ties it to her finger. He tells, like, a story about, like, we're attached, like this string. Oh. It's a far better story than that. <laughs> very, very lazy, yeah. 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 yeah, I'm the same as Rocky, Go. I think. I, I wouldn't want to know how it's happening, but... No. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to know it all. Okay, next time the question in 605 remotes will be sexual. <laughs> just, just Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and just to confirm, you all still like making out in your houses? Yes. Make it out. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. 605 remotes. 605 remotes. You're a fool for this one, baby. I don't know. Okay, so, like, I don't know if, like, we actually kept talking about it afterwards, and we were like, oh, should we tell Rebecca's boyfriend the way that she would want to be proposed to? And so, yeah. So, that was pretty funny. But, yeah, I don't like when people contribute to their own engagements. I think that's weird. No, I like like a surprise. I like a good surprise. Do you think, though... uh, Cause we're, we're we pretty much know where we stand on this kind of thing. Like, do we? I, I don't like, see no ring up. Oh wait, oops. Well, you, you <laughs> I don't see no should... ring on finger. I can't even do it. Mm, girl, I don't see no ring on this finger. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Put a ring on it. If you like, then you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you are you like a 2014 woman where you're just like, bitch, if I want to get married, I'll ask a guy to propose. Where Rocky are you asked that? that. Rocky asked that earlier. And she, we were just saying oh, that... Um, I clearly listened to the remote. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Did she ask it on the podcast? Oh, I don't know. I haven't listened to oh, theirs no. yet. I think she, we, no, no, no. She sorry. asked it afterwards. Okay. Um, what you remember? Yeah, how do you stand on, on girls? Uh, I do and I don't. I think it's like one... It's like... A, you know what it is? It's like, I still tradition. feel like it's tradition. Like, it's kind of nice when the guy does it. And so, if I had to, like, rock, paper, scissors to give something away, I would be like, oh, I'll give you childbirth to give me the proposal. Plus, you're going to say, give my flower to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I, what about you? What happens if, like... If you propose to me? Yeah. Uh, I would just be so happy that you did. I would. Oh, you start talking like start girl. Talking like a southern belle. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, child, please. <laughs> it's hot in the cornfield. I gotta pick me some maize. Oh. <laughs> I just like tra- ah, fuck my chest, my titties. Ew. Don't give me a titty twister. No. I think. All right. I guess like. Uh, what? I guess I would. I don't know. This is a weird question. You asked it. I know. (laughs) Let's get to our secret uh, story. Well, I'm still trying to gun for a table for us at Adam's wedding. Don't worry, John. I know. This might be the story. This would be fun. This might be the story arc for season seven. Our ploy to get to Adam's wedding. If that motherfucker wants his thing to keep coming in, (laughs) you've got to get a couple invites. Adam, you can wean out like. Run. No, Bobby has to come. No, right. Honestly, if we we should do like a survivor challenge. Like if there's ten seats at Adam's wedding for like our like friends, yeah. we should see like who can do better favors to get those tickets. When's he getting married? Does he have like a date or a month or something? Yeah, I think Jenny's awesome and like had the whole thing ready to go. Damn. So I think they're getting married next fall. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Totes. I like that. Okay. 
What? So something happened here? Ugh, rough. Rough, rough. Uh, it started off as a great night. Did it? Well, we were about to watch the Sens game, even though they fired Paul. I was McCoy. really stressed out. Well, I know. <laughs> but I was so fucking happy. I was going to get us some Cali sandwiches. Yeah. I was a uh, long day. It was a Thursday night. We're getting ready for the week to end. You're on the phone with your folks, and you know what? I'm like, okay, I'm hungry. We're both hungry. Let me go get some Cali sandwiches. Yeah. Come back. We'll eat and watch the hockey game. Yeah. So that was the night I was also doing your um, the cover our, art. Our cover art. Our cover art for the post for the podcast. Yeah. And so I literally came home, and or like came out of the music room, and I was sitting in our one seater leather chair, which usually faces the couch that John sits on. Yeah. Um. And so I'm sitting there and I'm talking to my parents. And right now, you know, it's a really great time in our family's life, but it's, like, equally stressful. So, it's like, I've been talking to them a fair bit. And so, it's really exciting, but it's been, like, all day consuming. So, we ended up, um, I was talking to them, and I was, like, rolling around in the chair. John comes home, and you put, like, the Cali sandwiches in the oven, I think, just to keep them warm. (laughs) And then you ended up sitting on the couch opposite me. And so, like, beside John's couch, we have, like, a side table with our lamp on it. Yeah. And that's it. Like, so underneath it, it's just, like, nothing, right? It's just, like, the legs and you see the floor. So I'm, like, slouched in this chair, and I'm, like, talking to my parents, and they put me on speakerphone. And I don't know what it is with parents that keep, when they put, like, kids on speakerphone. Because yeah. all they do is yell over each other. For or at sure. least my parents do. Yeah, Right? Course. And so then they're, like, talk slower. You can't hear it. I'm, like, already getting stressed out. Slouched in the chair, and all of a sudden, oh. I see this fucking brown little mouse oh. run across the wall underneath where I was underneath sitting underneath where John is sitting and I fucking screamed and like hung up the phone on my parents in like a the, bit of like chaos this is you on the phone ah there's a mouse in the house I gotta go you hung, yeah, up, I the hung up the phone ran the hell out there I ran out of the apartment you left me to fend for myself so we know now how you would deal with no the, yeah. I, I would give him the apartment right? like, so you run out the apartment it. I ran out of the apartment you call me back and you're like, come back here, kind of thing. And I was like, ah. Then I just ended up standing on an ottoman for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And so we were like, what do we do? What do we do? And it's like 9 o'clock at this it's point. 9 o'clock on a Thursday. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Well, it's like, well, first of all, you're like, we're leaving. We're going, we're staying somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, I was like, like, I don't know where you think we're I going. I know. And it was like a snowstorm the day before. That, yeah, it was. Or a, that night. It was a snowstorm that night. Yeah. yeah. So it was like crazy. So... I end up, you're like, call your dad. Yeah, no, it's like, I love that I hung up on yeah, my parents, like, and now I'm like, you. call your parents, <laughs> right? So, so. We, we, I felt bad. We call, and it, my mom answers the phone. She's <laughs> like, hi, John, how's it going? Or she's like, hi, John, I'm like, how's it going? She's like, good, you know, I just got off a long shift at the hospital. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, thanks, I got your Christmas list. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, good. I'm like, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but I need dad right this second. <laughs> this isn't a fun call. <laughs> And she's like, okay, no problem. And, and pops around because on the phone, I'm like, S-, he's like, everything all right? I'm like, so there's a mouse in the apartment, <laughs> and I have Val freaking out, and she wants you to tell us what to do. <laughs> and he kind of did you know what to do? Did you just? Of course, call I know what to do. So why did you call him? Because you told me to. Oh. What, what do you think we're gonna do? We get a mouse trap. So why did you? Call- 
Why don't we just go get one? Because I thought you wanted to be reassuring. Oh, okay. Thank you. That's really sweet. Of course. Thank you. I'll get to all that stuff in yeah. a bit. So we call him. My dad's just like, he's mm -hmm. like, okay, it's so what you got to do. Mm -hmm. Get mouse traps from mm -hmm. against the wall. Put some peanut butter. He's like, check your kitchen and bathroom for holes in the wall. And he's like, mm -hmm. and he was good too because he's just like, these things happen to everybody. Mm -hmm. Especially in downtown Toronto. At Union Station, they're doing construction. So all the fucking mi mice have fled the... The they fled subway. the subway into our house. Yeah, well, just the one of them. Yeah. So anyways, we get off the phone with him. I, we run to like the bedroom to put on some pants and jackets <laughs> and shit. We were in shorts. Yeah. And we're like, okay, well. And then I burst into tears. Yeah, uh, yeah, you burst into tears. Because <laughs> I was like, this is so stressful. It's been like a stressful week. I burned and bled every part of my body, right? It's just like, work is stressful, home is stressful, and now there's a fucking mouse in our house. And so I was just like, what the fuck is happening here? So, exactly. And yeah, I, like, I try to calm you down where I'm like, look, it happened at my parents' house. My dad just told me my shout out to Jen. Her and Devin, they have a really nice house in Ottawa, and they're back to field, so they have, yeah. have had mice. I mean, it could have been worse. Uh, Katie, my little sister, sitting in the damn basement, and <laughs> fucking mouse ran across her feet. So, I mean, at least it didn't touch you or anything. Brandon had that once. We were sitting in the kitchen at the dinner table, and I was sitting on the counter, and my dad was sitting beside our screen door to go to the backyard and Brandon had this mouse that was the equivalent of the fat mouse in Cinderella run across his feet and he like freaked out and like jumped on the counter with me. It's funny. Yeah, that's crazy. So we're like, okay, we gotta get a mouse trap, get them Canadian tire, but Canadian tire is like a 10, 15 minute, minute walk. When it's not snowing. So we're like, fuck it, let's just go to Loblaws. We go there, they don't have anything. No, this fucking, like, pimply-ass-face kid was, like, laughing at me when I asked him. Yeah, it's like, fuck off. Fuck you. Just come no, back when you move out of your parents' basement. Thank you. <laughs> then it's like, uh, we go to shoppers. They don't fucking have them. No. I was like, are you serious? So we tell them to fuck off. Yeah. And then, yeah, the big snowstorm. You just put your little hat on. Yes, I did. Uh, we walk to Canadian Tire in a snowstorm. Our feet are just, like, cold and wet. I know. Sorry, I'm about And we're to... like, Canadian Tire closes at 10. It is like yes. 9.35 at this point when we leave Shoppers. So we were like gunning walking. We to had it. to get there because we would have been fucked for traps. Because there's no we way I would get you move. back in that house no, without traps. No, we'd have to get a zip cart and leave. Yeah, so we get to Canadian Tire in time. We end up buying like, what, 10, 10 traps? 10 traps. Come back to the apartment. We only have a two-bedroom flat apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Come back in here and you're just like... And it's now 10 o'clock. We're starving. Yeah. But at the same time, we're not hungry because we're, like, nervous or whatever. We come back in here. We come to the be the music room so I can put the traps together and you can do the cover art. Yeah, so I was just like, I just need to make my legs hover and not yeah. touch the ground. So I just sat cross-legged in the music on my Mac while John was, like, trying to assemble all these, like, fucking mouse traps beside me on his side of the desk. So I'm assembling them and I'm putting them in different places. And uh, I go to put one in the kitchen underneath the table, and as I put it down there, the fucking thing snaps, <laughs> narrowly missing my damn finger, but I basically I was so freaked out. almost jumped in fright, because I'm like, ah! I was so freaked out. So a couple of them went off by accident. Uh, we placed them in some pretty good places. By this time, it's like 10.30, and I'm like, we have to eat something. Yeah. So we get the Callies, but at this point, like... It's just, like, we have one or two bites, and then we're like, fuck it. I don't want to eat. That was the worst part, was throwing away those Callie sandwiches. Fuck. So, but now we go to bed. It's like, what, one in the morning or something? Yeah. We're both tired and stressed, yeah. and I'm like, 
And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, don't worry, we'll get this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's just one. So I'm like, we're lying in bed, okay? I literally, like, we're both lying, like, back on the mattress or whatever. And then I'm like, I, we both have our phones out and we're, like, Googling things. But we're still talking to each other. And I, like, literally move, like, one inch. Oh, uh, yeah, well, you, you moved one inch, but it's the way you moved your damn inch. <laughs> You moved an inch and you darted your eyes like a section of the room. No, I did it. I did not. You darted your eyes. No, I did not. And so I thought you saw something else, so I literally went, ah! <laughs> and then you went, ah! <laughs> and you're like, what? I'm like, what did you see? And you're like, what did you see? I thought there was a mouse on the bed. I was like, Because of what I did. I was going to puke on our marshmallow clean laundry war sheets. It was so bad. And so I was like, why are you screaming? And then so then we just sat in silence. I was like, just turn off the lights. And then I forgot if it's mouses, mice or raccoons where their eyes glow. So yeah. I was like, John, I can't even sleep now. I just feel like I'm going to see that fucker's beady ass little eyes running around. And so then I just stayed up to like 2.30. Yeah, I basically woke up every hour on the hour, like, just because I was like, I was anticipating hearing like a snap. Yeah. And then we both claimed to hear snaps. Yeah. At different times. Yeah, because I woke you up. Yeah, you woke me up. You're like, John, I think I heard a snap. I was like, No, oh. I was like, John, yeah. I heard it. You like, went off. And you're like, should we deal with this an hour later? And I'm yeah. like, let's deal with it when we wake up, because there's no way I'm getting up in the middle of the night in this dark-ass apartment to go pick up a dead... <laughs> And we don't even know, yeah, and we don't even know which mousetrap it's in. Exactly. And then we went back to sleep, and I swore, I I heard it like a snap, it woke me up. Either way, cue, uh, the alarms go off 7 in the morning. And then I was like, oh my god, John, you're handling this. Like, I don't even care. So glad to be the man in this relationship. (laughs) It literally, I was gonna call Adam to, like, hold his own, right? Like, Adam would be, like, the exterminator. Remember he had a skunk under his porch. This is true, yes, yes. So he probably has, like, a fucking, like, whole extermination kit. So then I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit in the middle of this bed with a blanket over my head, and you're gonna go check all these mouse traps. So we put one in the bedroom because right. it was pretty loud. Like it yeah. echoed. It's, so we're like, it felt closer felt to us. Close. So it felt like, because we put one bedroom, kitchen, or so bedroom, bathroom. bathroom, spare bedroom, and then kitchen, like three in the living room. Yeah. So we're like, okay, let's check the bedroom. So you go out and you're like, I have a flashlight. I turn the light on and I reluctantly put the light in the trap. All clear. Okay. It's so then it was like the best. So like good. he walks back and he's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, takes a deep breath. He's like, okay bathroom's next and he goes to the bathroom reluctantly shines the light and he's like oh nothing's Nothing there. there so he like runs back to the bedroom I kept, yeah i kept running back to be like i just need a couple deep breaths real quick <laughs> so he this goes, is scary shit. now the next one would be the music room he's like he's looking right I'm at, looking at it. the spot right now so he goes runs to the music room silence right <laughs> And then, Silence, and then all you hear is, Ooh. I was like, Ooh, did you get it? And in the music room, I see the goddamn mouse in the trap, luckily. Thank God. Yeah. But all I saw first was his goddamn tail just... <laughs> so, but, so I'm like, okay, he's in the music room. There's still five more traps. Because you <laughs> said you heard one, and I said I heard one. So I'm yeah. like, what if there was a second one? Oh, it's fucking friend. <laughs> so then I go into the living room, and I reluctantly again check each one of the traps. Mm-hmm. Luckily, there was none mm-hmm. anywhere else. It was mm-hmm. just the music room. Yeah. And so the next goddamn thing I got to do is, well, how are we going to get rid of this thing? <laughs> well, You're not going to help a- me. AKA, how are you going to get rid of this thing? Cut to me 
putting on a big sweater, putting on a gloves, putting on a hoodie, <laughs> getting like three garbage bags, <laughs> yeah. and then I got the um, the dustpan. The dustpan, and I swear it took me like it took me about forty five seconds before, <laughs> and you you're, before I could actually throw it in the yeah. damn bag. You're like, just do it real quick. Yeah, band aid it. Band aid it, and I fucking shove it in the dis the dustpan. Dust Throw it into the garbage bag, tie it up, run down the hallway to the garbage chute, <laughs> and then I put it in the garbage chute, but the thing is, there's like a little flap, so you have to push the garbage down. Yeah. And so I then had to, with my hands in a glove, physically push the thing down the sh- so I could feel like its little body. <laughs> so the thing was only like, I'd say maybe maybe three or four inches. Like it was just No, a, it wasn't. It was, no, it was, you oh, didn't like see it. Oh, like from, to the, yes! did no the body was like three inches it was like this that's two inches fine there was two inches yeah it was small and then the yeah. tail was like another two, two inches. inches yeah <sighs> so, but the, the thing was tiny and it was just a little field mouse yeah the but, problem is that john and i are not built for stuff like this hell no fuck a mouse no i would like i was like john we're moving john we're paying for an exterminator yeah. john we're like well I was we, like i'm ready to go we we called the landlord and we did have a couple holes in the bathroom that he filled it i think it because it's cold outside it was only i and we haven't seen one since then that was no. thursday it's now monday evening yeah we've had traps up i think we're good because first of all didn't see any droppings and i read that you would see droppings places yeah they have like you could maybe smell like urine this Ew. or that, and also they like to chew cords. Yeah, and nothing's been chewed up like cords, and it died next to like a bunch of of our cords. Yeah, so it didn't even chew that shit. So I feel like it was only the one that came in cold through a through a hole that got fixed up. Mm-hmm. So I think we're good. We're gonna keep the traps up for, for a few more days. Yeah, but I'm still paranoid. The worst part was, since you were so scared, yeah. I had to be, like, the brave one. Yeah. But I was just as scared as you were. <laughs> and I'm like, I signed my dad on the phone to him. I'm like, God damn it, if I wasn't more scared than you probably were. But I'm like, <laughs> I could, like, oh, I don't you know. You had to admit, like, I, had, I think the thing was, you had to man up. Because I was having the world's shittiest week. Yeah. That it was, like, like a, a mouse sent me over the edge. Like, for sure. It was so ridiculous. But it makes for a funny podcast. Oh, story. hands down. But it's like, God damn you podcast gods, like, stop giving us stories to tell the world. I know. I think the funniest part is, we haven't even told you guys, like, so ends the mouse tale. But we haven't even told you the parties that we've gone to. Oh, yeah. We haven't told you the work parties. John has a potluck yeah. on Wednesday. We're bringing candy treats. <laughs> Which is fucking retarded. Yeah. Right? And his explanation of that is, who doesn't like KFC with a candy treat? Well, people are bringing KFC, and I'm like, you tell me you're not going to eat, like, a leg, and then be like, damn, I wish I had, like, five sticks of licorice. Well, holla at your boy. I got the sticks of licorice here. <laughs> Only you have that appetite. Candy treat. <laughs> right. So. So, yeah, yeah, we have a lot of good stories that we got to tell for over the past few weeks. We're going to do, uh, in a week or two, best of best mm-hmm. of the year, which means, means we'll count down our yeah. top ten albums, movies, TV yeah. shows, podcasts. Uh-oh. I guess we almost, like, I guess this week, we're also doing Your Family's Christmas. We're going to Ottawa this weekend. We're going weekend. to Ottawa this weekend. It's my birthday on Friday. My mom's birthday. Your mom's birthday. It's Christmas next week. Yeah, so we're... bananas. We're celebrating Christmas a few days early in mm-hmm. Ottawa, which means you can come with us. Yeah. I can come back and spend holidays with your family as well. So we'll definitely have a lot of... Um, maybe stories for next week because it will be like past parties we've gone to. Your and birthday my birth, party. My this birthday week. party this week, so it should be a lot of fun. We have a big season. We're gonna probably do another late night episode where I do a bunch of a, a late what? night style. We might 
We didn't even talk about that other podcast. Oh, Serial. God. It's just funny. It's just ironic that Serial's podcast ends the week that we premiere. Cause, I hmm, know. Seems like someone's a little nervous of a little healthy competition. A little healthy competition. Sorry. So Fuck there, you, Serial. There very well could be a Serial-style episode of 605 at some point this season. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have some more guests. Hopefully, we'll get uh, fan favorite Miranda. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll get Chris on this season. Please. We've already had Adam and Bobby and Rocky and Rebecca and, and Dee. And and, uh, so, we'll do some more guests. We have a lot of fun things planned this season. I know. I'm so excited to have this season back, everyone. But with that, I am hungry. I think you're hungry. So, go cook dinner. <laughs> yeah, you make better dinners. I'll get you a stick of licorice afterwards. Hold, hold some on. candy treats. Before you go, we gotta do the band of the week. Okay, go. So the band of the week for the season seven premiere of Live at Six Oh Five mm-hmm. is Vacationer. Ooh, I like them. Anyone who likes Saint Lucia, mm-hmm. they went on tour Saint Lucia this year, and I discovered them through a tweet from Saint Lucia saying nice. check out their album. It's really great. And their album's really good. It's called Relief. It came out this year. It's mm-hmm. definitely going to be on my top ten albums of the year. Totes. There's so many good songs. It's just it, it's like a mixture of the lead singer sounds like Guster, but it's mixed with like St. Lucia style instrumental yeah. pop island sounding songs, yeah. right? Totally. So the song of the week by the band of the week is Visions by Vacationer, and it's off the album Relief. Such a good album. So let's give it a listen. And as always, the ways to get in contact with us. Facebook.com slash live at 605. Follow us both on Twitter. I'm at Malencamp. She's at Val Gomez23 with the Z. And that's the same with Instagram for her, for Val and I. Uh, also, live at 605 at gmail.com. And guys, if you listen to us on iTunes, search live at 605 and then leave a comment or rate us because that's another good way to get us out there. So that's a new thing I'm going to tell you to do this season. And uh, that's pretty much it. You know how to support us on the PayPal account from Ponomatic. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. She's your girl, Val. Be easy.
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.